She's no? at home. No, can't get their attention there. Oh, she wants to play with you. Yes, Mason. To in fact, I think yes, the light is on. Is that right? I think yeah. the girls are catching up on Wednesday. Yeah, okay, cool. They'll be able to talk about the podcast we made about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a family affair podcast. Yeah. Hey, 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 don't... don't yeah. Don't go opening things that aren't yours. What's going on, kids? Good. Yeah, everyone good? Yeah. What have you been up to today? Playing? Yeah. Where did you do playing? Because I love playing. Oh, because you love it. Where I did you play today? I'm at Nana's. Yeah. Um, what did you do at Nana's? Nothing. Yes, Mason. Adults don't play. We're here. Only kids are allowed to play. Oh, really? We're not allowed to play? Kids allow me to play. Oh, kids only play. Adults are too busy working and yelling and screaming. Oh, Oh, thanks, Mason. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. So we have Mason and Olivia in the studio today. Yeah, they've come to record a podcast with us. What's on your mind, Olivia? <coughs> Tell us. Cooking. Okay, we don't write that in here, though. Not much room for it. Mm. What do you think, big boy? Uh, Give me five. Make it loud. He's oh, not well done. A big boy. He's a Hey, how old are you, boy? Two. Two? You're two? Good. You're two. All right, you're two. You're two. Oh, no. That's amazing. Are you four, are you? Oh, puppy, oh, puppy, oh. Four. Four. No, you two, boy. And Leo's. Teacher? Twenty? Teacher? Leo's not the best. Leo became, yes. Yes. Sure, no problems. Peter. Oh. Peter. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Peter. Not Shisha. <laughs> Peter. Close. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Scarlet is. Well, there you had um, young Mason Kafkas and Olivia Kafkas join us in the studio there. Two future world leaders. There is absolutely no <laughs> doubt about that. Today's Two Peas in a Podcast is brought to you by Ward Keller. Ward Keller is the Northern Territory's leading law firm, providing legal advice to businesses and individuals. With offices located in Darwin, Alice Springs, Palmerston and Casuarina, their lawyers also service clients in Catherine, Tennant Creek and Nullumboy. Their services include personal law, family law, personal injury law, workers' compensation, employment law, conveyancing and debt collection, among other things. Pete, um, tell the audience how many kids you have. Too many? Yes. Yep. Currently, it stands at four that I know of. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as I say to my wife and as I say to the kids on, you know, regular intervals, it's four too many. (laughs) (laughs) But at least two of you have got to go. I don't care which two. You can decide amongst yourselves. So you got the twins, yeah. they're your first two. Mm. Seven-year-old twins, a five-year-old full of attitude, and yeah. a two-year-old full of actually just about as much attitude. And you and your beautiful wife met when, Pete? We met in a little town called Mudgee years and years and years ago when I was a uh, 
professional radio announcer. Oh, and yeah. She was a journalist at the local newspaper. Oh, it was yeah. a match made in media. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, we met uh, at the Lawson Park Hotel. Okay. Yep. Um, and introduced by some mutual friends and, yeah, married now almost 20 years. Almost 20 years, Pete? Almost 20 years, yep. Wow. Travelled the world, travelled the country and seen lots of things together and done lots of things. We actually were married for a long time before we had kids and um, I guess that's that made it a lot easier to travel now that I... Yeah, yeah. Now that we have them and, and you realise how much more difficult it is. Yes, of course. Uh, with kids. Um so, yeah, we kind of got the best of both worlds, I suppose. Good on you. And yeah. was there a time that you guys were apart for a little bit as well? Yeah, yeah. So we Not did broken up, just living nah, in different nah. places. Yeah, we did We did the modern day um, marriage. We've done it a few times, actually. Yep. Um, we came to Darwin um, originally from Dubai, yep. where we lived. Yep. And then uh, I was offered a contract here uh, in Darwin. And um, then after a couple of years, I got offered a contract down south, which was a pretty big opportunity at the time yeah. uh, in the radio business. And um, for a variety of reasons, uh, that didn't work out. Uh, namely, the network went out of business. Oh. That didn't help. Um, no. But to be honest, I was kind of, I was over it very quickly. Yes. And um, then we moved to New South Wales, um, just out of Sydney, a little little town. Um, called North Richmond. Yes. Uh, which is just beyond Penrith, beautiful part of the world at the foot of the uh, Blue Mountains. Mm. And I worked in uh, Lithgow, which is the end of the earth. It's the only place left, I think, in Australia where it's still legal to marry your cousin and uh, possibly <laughs> even your sister. Oh, and um, <laughs> and she worked at, at Rural Press in North Richmond as yep. the uh, editor for the... Um, smarming, uh, smarming, farming, yep. small areas magazine. And again, very quickly, I got over Lithgow and the whole thing and I moved back to Darwin yeah. and uh, entered the real estate business. That's kind of how it all started. Yep. And it just didn't make sense for us both to move. So I came back and that was a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where we met at the at real correct. estate. Yeah. yeah, correct. And then I moved back to Dubai again yeah, and yep. she came about a year later. Uh, once she'd sort of wrapped up her business and, and could get free of that. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I remember um, when, you know, I was n one of those people that was never going to be ready for kids, <laughs> right? So, you know, one time Lauren says, yeah, I'm off the pill. Oh, yeah, whatever. I thought nothing of it, you know? Yeah. And then when she turns around and says, I'm pregnant. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Man, no, what? <laughs> Who's the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you a, f a cool story that, oh, well, it, if you'd want to think of it as a cool story. Uh, a lot of my friends had babies. Yep. And they told me it would be the greatest experience yeah. of my life. <laughs> this is the shit. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I'm like, okay, this is going to be awesome. Uh, so, you know, she went through a f first pregnancy, went to the, um, whatever, the water broke, went to the hospital. Yep. The birth. The birth. She went to the birth. Went, yep. <laughs> and we, you know, it all happened. And I'm like, all right. Okay, so the baby popped out. It was all exciting. Yeah. And within, I don't know, 30 minutes, I was back on the iPad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I got it home. We got we got it home. So <laughs> we went home yeah. after four days at the hospital there. First one, you know, had a hold on to the titty and all the rest of it. <laughs> and 
Lauren was like, you don't want to help out with the baby? I was like, nah. You're right. You got it covered. Yeah, I was, yeah, nah, nah, not really. You want to change the nappy? Nah, not, not interested in that. <laughs> so, I guess what I'm essentially saying is, I yeah. wasn't one of those fathers that had that you, that moment, the moment it was born. I, yeah, I was like, I didn't want to get involved. Now, three months in, four months in, started to smile, recognize me, and then I had my moment. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I love it, but. There's fathers out there that the moment it's born, they're into it. And it's different for everyone because so many people hype me up. And I thought, am I the fucking weirdo here that I'm not actually yeah. moved? Yeah, well, I, I can tell you firsthand mm. um, that my experience was very, very similar to yours. Um, yep. I, too, was yep. a reluctant father. Because okay, so we're similar I, from that I, point. I've got um, nephews and nieces and that, and, you know, I... I looked after them for periods of time when they were very young. Yeah. Um, but that's an easy process. It's like, yeah, sure, I can be there for an hour on whatever day and then they're sleeping or you give them a bottle or whatever. You know, they're, they're fairly self-sufficient in many respects. And <laughs> if there's a bad smell around, well, you just wait for their parent to get home, don't you? <laughs> um, but, yeah, the same. You know, a lot of people said, oh, it'll change your life. It'll be the making of you. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. big expression they all use. Yeah, okay. And um, our first lot were twins. Mm, um, interesting. And and we knew they were boy-girl um, at that time because being twins, we didn't kind of want to leave it to chance. Um, we didn't find out with the others, but we, we found out with them just because they're twins and you've know, you yeah. got to be prepared. So that was good, you know, knowing that there was one of each. And um, so on the day of the birth, uh, because... Um, my son was upside down or the wrong way around. I yeah, okay. No, he must have been the right way up, but the wrong way for a birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. They had to be born caesarean yep. section. Yep. So, um, you know, that, that's a procedure within itself. Mm. So you're sort of, you know, you're sitting there waiting and then, mm-hmm. you know, the doctors and that are doing their bit and telling you, giving you bits and pieces. And I'll pass us your phone. We'll take some photos and... So we did. We got some pretty cool photos of them at various stages of, of being born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then my son was born and handed to my wife. And then my daughter was born and handed to me. Oh, wow. And we sort of sat there. And um, again, because with um, C-section, they use various drugs and whatever to sort of contain the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Fiona was feeling a little bit sick. Yep. So she said, oh, can you hold him? So she passed him over. So for about 15 minutes, 20 minutes or so, I sat there with these two babies wrapped in their blanket with yep. their little hats on. Yes. Um, one in each arm. Aww. They were quiet, which was good. Um, and I kind of was like, okay, this is the most surreal situation I've ever been in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There, look, you know, there wasn't that aha moment of oh wow this is spectacular there was in some ways it was more sheer terror yeah now they're here yes now we're actually responsible for yes what what the fuck are we gonna do now both of us are rampantly underqualified to do this (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure a lot of parents feel like that probably Yeah. yeah and then and then the 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 next part of the process that i'll never forget was um yeah, they take you out of the birthing suite yep. and you go to like a sort of a, um, like an open room yep. where they check that everyone's okay. And, yep. 
and then they try and get the babies to start to feed. Yes, that's right. Which I think both of them did from memory. They okay, did. no troubles, yeah. And then you go back to the room, which is where you're going to spend the next four or five days before you go home. That's right. And they put the kids, with twins, they put them both in the same little cot. Interesting. So same as what yours would have been, but just a double yeah, size yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go, all right, well, we'll leave you for a while now. And so... In our case, it's just the four of us, and in your case, it would have been just the three of you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, no, don't leave, stay. You know what you're doing. <laughs> if either of these two make a noise, I'm out of ideas. Like, I need your help. And yeah, you kind of just fumble your way through from there, and hopefully, you, you don't grow up with serial killers in your family. Did you actually go to the hospital prior to having the birth? And watch the videos that they get you to watch? No. <laughs> Didn't watch a thing. We, we, I think we went to one... Birthing classes, I think I it's called? I think, from memory. Mm. And I was like, this is just crap. This is not teaching us anything. It's wonderful for all the mung bean eaters and that, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing this. And um, because my weekends are also very busy, yeah. um, the yep. classes that... Um, we were booked in for, I think it was Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So, no, we did not attend. And I think, yep. and I could be wrong about this, but I think we almost knew that they were going to be born C-section uh, okay. quite some time out yep. under most circumstances. Sure. It was going to be pretty unusual for them not to be. So I think it takes all that stuff off the table. Okay. And I could okay. be okay. completely wrong about that, yep. but... That's my recollection of it. Is it doesn't really apply to you. Well, we I had to go to birthing classes, and it was a night or two nights worth. Yeah. After the first night, I didn't go back. Yeah. So they put these videos on. And they guide you about the birth and how the yeah. baby should be and what to look for. Yeah. The problem is. Yeah. It was done on a video cassette. <laughs> a long time ago. Six years ago, but yeah. the video looked like it was actually shot in the seventies. Right. It was pathetic. That probably was. Yeah. Like, can't you get an up-to-date one? We're in, you know... The, the thing about that is, right, um, I, I, like you, I didn't have a bush birth, so I don't need to know any of that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I paid you guys yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. 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 Um, I, I'm paying you because you're the professionals and presumably... You've done this before. <laughs> this isn't going to be the first for all of us. Yes. For me, it is. But for you, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, the thing I liked was the bag that you got with the free gifts. Okay. Most yeah. of them don't apply to the fathers. But were, <laughs> I think there was toothpaste or something in there. All right, yeah. Similar to what you get on a plane in business class. So it was interesting. So we, after the four days, got home. And again, that moment. Fuck, this is, good. This is actually real now. Yeah. Yeah, because... The one thing I will say about the hospitals, that were your kids born at the private? Or? Yeah, private. Yeah, so same. And the one thing I will say about Darwin Private is that there's a lot of people there who can talk you through the process. Yeah. Now, I would say that not everybody sings from the same hymn sheet, so you can get conflicting yeah. um, you know, ways of doing things. Yeah, yeah. But that's based on methods and you know the older nurses versus the younger ones, etc., but the thing that we found interesting was um, my wife was told beforehand, get these books. They'll really help you when you get the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Save Our Sleep. <laughs> Save Our Sleep being yep. one of them. Yep. Yep. 
And um, we used them for pretty much, or at least for the first two, for the first couple of years, yeah. as they were going through the different stages yes. from, you know, when they should be sleeping to when they should be eating yes. to different things. And we found them really helpful. But then we got to certain stages where we just didn't recognize what was happening. So yeah, we'd yeah, pull yeah, out, yeah. I just can't remember what the second book was called, but basically Fiona would say, right, read this. And I'd read one and she'd read the other. And we'd read on whatever the topic was. And then we'd compare notes. Oh. And quite often, they were absolutely the yeah, opposite yeah, of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you still had to kind of go with your gut anyway. I think Save Our Sleep was the one that she followed mostly yeah, yeah, same and same found same helpful. Yeah. Um, but, you know, e every every parent does it differently. That's right. Every, There's no correct or incorrect no, way. Every baby's different. That's the thing is that you can read a book that says when they're three months, they should be doing X. But if that baby's got, you know, some sort of allergy or mm. something that's not agreeing with them or whatever, they're not going to behave how the book tells them. Yeah, to. yeah. So yeah. you've just kind of got to go with the flow a bit too. Now, funny, now when we had our second one, so I've got three kids, got Leo, six, Olivia, four, and Mason, two. Our second one, we knew what to expect more so. Yes. Um, it was heaps more exciting. Yeah, we didn't know if it was a girl or not, and I was hoping for a girl. We got a girl. Yeah, all exciting, but funny how the second one isn't spoiled as much as the first one, or in your case, the first two. Yeah, so the, <laughs> so there's far less photos. Yes, far less um, photos. <laughs> e even like family and friends care less. Yeah, so, yeah, we've done it before, so who cares? Yeah. and and I kind of understand that whole middle child or younger child syndrome yep. because yep. my wife, for example, she's quite bitter, in a, not in a real way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. she quite often brings up the fact that her sister has a photo of every movement she made for about the first three years of her life, whereas I think there's two known photos <laughs> of Fiona until she's about three and she's really annoyed about it. <laughs> and it it's just how it is. I personally don't care. Is. I'm also the second and, and yep. youngest child, as yep. she is. Yep. Um, I don't care. But it is true. You know, you, you get the phone out less times and, yeah, well, he's doing that, but so did the twins yeah. kind of thing <laughs> in my life. Um, but the thing that I'll say in, in our world yep. is that um, with Archie, who's number three for us, he... Um, yep. They were surprises, three and four, but I'll tell you a funny story about four as well. Um, Archie, um, my wife said within a few days, she goes, I can't believe how, like she was almost bored or oh. how easy it was with just one. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. she was so used to with two, yeah. it's like a production line. Like they both wake up, they both need to be fed, yeah. changed, yep. bathed, yep. tummy time, you know, played with, free time, whatever, and then right, bath feed, bed, wake up at 10 p.m., another feed, yeah. Or, yeah, whatever you do. But whereas with, with just one baby, it was like so easy for her. <laughs> so anyway, uh, number four came about. Yeah. We're still not quite sure how that <laughs> one happened. But anyway, um, we decided yeah. that we would find out the sex of the child, yeah. but we wouldn't look at it until we both agreed on it. So Fiona was really wanting to look at it, and find out what it was. And I said, I'm not really wanting to do that. So let's get the person to put it in an envelope, write it down, stick it in an envelope, and then we can talk about it. So That's cool. we thought that was a good idea. So this guy, we were in Melbourne at the time, and this guy is a bit of a, um, he's got a bit of a reputation 
for predicting the sex of children quite early on. Okay. So this was the first scan. So I think from memory that means about 12 weeks or something like that. Yep. So um, we said, look, uh, we're toying with the idea of finding out whether it's a boy or girl. And, um, but I'm, I don't think I want to know at this stage. He goes, okay. And, and he already knew the drill. He goes, okay, so I'll put it into an envelope for you and you can take it. He said, perfect, take it away. And we'll think about it later. So, of course, I knew Fiona, knowing that that was there in the envelope, would yeah. be all over it like a rash. So we got out and she goes, I really want to know. I said, look, can we just have a bit of time to think about it? She goes, yeah, okay, we'll have some time to think about it. Let me ask you something, Pete. Mm -hmm. You already had the boy and girl twins. Yep. And you had the third one, Archie. Yep. But then there's all this excitement about the fourth. Does it matter? You already had a boy and a girl. Such a good question. And I'll tell you why. Yep. It's the only surprise left in life. Think about it. No television show, no anything ever is left to surprise anymore. If I don't want to know something, guaranteed I find out. Yeah. It's the only thing left where if you don't, you know, get the scan done or you don't go looking, you don't know. It's a true surprise. Yeah. And at the end of the day, some people might say, oh, it'd be great if it was another girl, two and two. Yes, yeah, some might. Whatever. Some might say, me, better if it's a boy. I've only got to pay for one wedding then. <laughs> so, you know, there's many arguments. So anyway, I, I just wasn't at that stage prepared to have a look. So I, I'm making quote marks when I say this. I lost the envelope. Oh. And it's, oh. it stopped Fiona from humbugging me yeah. all the time as to where it was. And let's have a look. And I went, look, I, I lost it. I can't find it. So I don't think she believed me at first, but after a while she just she either gave up or she believed me. Yeah, it started to become real, yeah. And so on the day of the birth, which was booked in, I put it in the car and I took it with us to the hospital and we parked in the car park. It was about five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I said, okay, I've got something for you. And she said, what's that? I said, look, I was cleaning up at the office the other day and I happened to come across an envelope. Quote. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> she goes, oh, yeah. I said, it was the envelope that predicted the sex. I said, do you want to have a look at it? And she said, do you? I said, well, look, we're at the hospital. We can't tell anyone anyway. We don't have to hide a secret or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm happy to look at it now before we go in. So we opened the envelope yeah. sitting in the car. Wow. And it said... Within 80% accuracy, congratulations, you are having a girl. And we both sat there for a minute and went, oh, well, that's great. Two and two, perfect, that's it, last one, no more, it's all great, blah, 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 blah. Go into the hospital. We didn't, we, I don't think we even told the nurse. Oh, we might have told the nurse, actually. Um, anyway, yeah, they did all the preparation stuff. We went into the birthing suite and... Uh, the because it was our fourth and we'd had so many. Yes. Like literally we sat there and we talked to the obstetrician about his winery for most of it. <laughs> and he, like I was just cracking jokes most of the time. Um, it was it was awesome. I don't know anything about wine, but I learned a lot that day. <laughs> and, um, and then I knew that the head was out. So I sat up and had a look over the sheet. And, oh, you know, she looked just like Scarlet and it was all perfect and it was fantastic. Oh, and then, then the rest of the body came <laughs> out. And then... 
The rest of the buddy came out, and I'm like, um, <laughs> she don't look much like a girl downstairs there, boss. Oh, no. And congratulations. It's another boy. So what? I said to my wife, well, thank bloody God we didn't look at it seven months ago or whenever it was. Yeah. Because we would have bought girls' clothes. We would have done this. We would have yeah. had the whole... And I said, even that one hour, which I knew, not that I cared either way, but even that one hour, it was just like a complete mind game. Wow. So I was so pleased we didn't look. How did they stuff that one up? <laughs> I don't know. 80% well, chance? Well, I guess, yeah. It's only 80%. It's not 100%. That, I mean, that was early on, so we didn't look after that. But thank God for that, hey? Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. But, uh, but That's I've, a cool story. I've also known other people who were told up until game day. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a girl and it was a boy, or yeah. it was a boy and it was a girl. Yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. It, it still happens. It still happens. Wow. Although I will go. say, not that you'll ever know this now, but apparently mm-hmm. they don't do the old visual check anymore. Apparently it's all done through um, some sort of uh, a blood test, I think. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's all changed. You know how they throw the little x-ray video of the egg and on social media? They don't do that anymore to find out what the sex is. I'm not sure about the social media x-ray of the Well, I call it that because that's where I see them all. <laughs> but all I know is that they do a blood test now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's all changed. But when you think about it, yeah. our parents' generation, they didn't have any of these scans. No, none of this stuff. There was, they, they didn't know. They, they couldn't know. We've, we've now got 4D scans. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah. Well, so you've almost got to pick your sex nowadays. Well, yeah. yeah, you don't in Australia, but in yeah, overseas, yeah, you yeah can. of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we, uh, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but we we can't make a decision like that here because we have to cater to everybody. Yeah, so yeah. we have to be plain vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Australian colour of choice. Yeah, all right. Anyway, that, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's my story, and uh, sticking with it. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> and the thing that came out of it for me is that it's never been an earth-shattering moment. There's never been a moment of bonding. Like, as you said, some fathers do go through, and I'm sure they do. Yeah, everyone's different. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it, I think it just takes you a bit of time to get to know them, probably for them to get to know you yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. A bit of personality matching and try and work out, you know, what they do like and don't like and... Um, you know, in my case, the twins are very different personalities, but yep. they've both been the personalities they've been from virtually day one. Yeah. Same with the other two. Um, and it's just them growing into their skin. And as I'm sure you're discovering, certainly with Leo and, mm. and, and now with Olivia, um, as they grow older, I get a lot of pleasure out of watching them get a lot of pleasure from just learning. Yeah. And whether that's... Recognising things, saying new words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like um, Archie the other day um, used a word that was like... Um, what was the word? Oh, he, it was about um, two about two words. And he said um, it's got to do with the relationship between the two words. I was like, wow, good yeah, word, and, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. Your kids are very, very smart. Highly intelligent, your kids. I think what... what Thank you, and obviously proud parent moment. I can't really elaborate too much on that, but the mm-hmm. thing that I really enjoy is the fact that they all seem to enjoy learning. Yeah, and I think that's cool. I think whether they are naturally intelligent or whether it's just the process of learning new things. Yeah, 
Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, Only yeah. time will tell. But they do like learning, they like reading, and they ask lots of questions. And, and I would say that that's something I've really noticed is that they all ask lots of questions. Yeah. And not just dumb questions, the same ones over and over again like a lot of kids do. Yeah. But there's a point behind it. And I too, I love asking questions as an adult, but I didn't have that as a child. Yeah, okay. So I've really seen already in them that they've just got that natural inquisitive nature. Yeah. So you, I would say that yourself and Fiona are quite intelligent, so it's rubbed off on the, on the kids. Thank you. Um, you'd be one of few people to say that, but thanks. <laughs> well, I, you know, Lauren's the intelligent one. I'm the street smart, not book smart. So yeah. yeah. Well, and that's probably more me too, to be honest. Okay. Okay. I I, I didn't overly enjoy school. Yeah. Okay. Um, the work part of it, I like the social part. Um, but since leaving school and having been involved in my own businesses for a long time. Um, I guess you've naturally got to start to learn things, mm. you know, and some of that's, um, you know, legal stuff. Yep. Some of that's business stuff. Yes. Some of that's marketing. Some of that's promotion. Well, you're very good with tax and GST and I've learned all it. That, all I've that. learned so it all. Really yeah. That, because yeah. what I learned early on, and I've said this to you privately, but what I've, I learned early on is no one's going to look after your business like you do, as much as they tell you they will. Yeah. If you're paying them a fee to do it. They're not. No one will look after your business or your family or your life like you will. I love your what, how what you call accountants. They, they, they will tell you the score after the game is played. Correct. Yeah, that's brilliant. Once the game's finished, they'll tell you the score. But I need to know the game and the score while it's being played. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. Well, yeah, a, again, it's just something I've learned over the years and... People in business become reliant on things. And, and I'll sort of now challenge that with some of my own private clients when they'll say, oh, I need to talk to my accountant. Why? Oh, because, you know, they'll, they'll tell me the answer. Why? <laughs> it's your business. He can tell you what happened till June 30 last year or the year before if you haven't done your tax yet. <laughs> but that game's two years old, mate. Oh, well, what are you saying? Well, what I'm saying is, X, if you've got the cash in the bank and you think it's a good idea and we've shown you how it can improve your business, yep. let's do it. Yeah. And look, I'm not a... You but you've been a business owner for since 20, right? Yeah. 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 I, I did a pod... Uh, I did a, um, a Facebook, podcast? I, I did a Facebook Live oh, okay. uh, with a local business yesterday, actually. Yep. They asked me to come and talk to them about some things that I do and I've done. And... Um, I've almost been in business 30 years. Oh, there you go. can't believe it. Wow. Yeah. Good work, lad. And so much has changed. Yeah. But the last five years, the most exciting by far. Yeah, okay. Just thanks to technology and all the things that are out there basically for free that any business owner or any person can a adapt and start using if they want to. Uh, sorry, adopt if they want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all there. Yeah. There you go. Well, well, both of us nearly had the phone ring during a podcast. So that's ironic that my phone would be ringing when it's on silent. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> well, um, there's a little bit about our stories. Yeah, well, our podcasts are, are often about, um, you know, local events and stuff like that. But we've been getting a lot of info and a lot of feedback on, um, can we know a bit more about you guys? Yeah. So I guess our families and our kids and our philosophies on a few things 
encompass that pretty well. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, we might talk about the wives next. <laughs> you never know. Well, we know they don't listen, so we know we're pretty safe. <laughs> oh, guys, thank you for listening on another episode of Two Peas in a Pod. Yes, it's always nice. Send us your feedback. And like we said last week, if ever you want to come on board and have a chat to us about something, particularly local Darwin stuff, but look, we don't restrict it to just Darwin. Um, get in contact with us through either uh, our Facebook pages, uh, through email via iPropertyNT, uh, or the many other forms. Put Peter Gowers yeah. or Peter Kafkas into Google. And if you can't find us, there's something wrong with us. Correct. <laughs> yeah. you're not or lo- you. Yeah, you're not <laughs> looking hard enough. Thanks, guys. I'm Peter Kafkas. And I'm Peter Gowers. We're two peas in a pod. We'll see you next week. Bye.